This is Live from Los Angeles, welcome to the Dr. Aaron Show. We're all about manifestation, transformation, and breakthroughs. It's time to claim your birthright of prosperity, vitality, and love. So grab your tea or coffee because together we're awakening the world. May you live your truth. Live from Los Angeles, this is Dr. Aaron, and I have a question for you. Have you had a spiritual calling? If you had a spiritual calling or are a soul-based business owner, spiritual or life coach, have a service-based business, or have desire to make an impact in the world, this podcast is for you. If you have a desire to build an online platform, author a book, become a podcaster or a public speaker, and you want to figure out how to make a living doing what you love or simply want to incorporate spiritual principles into your life, This podcast is for you. So I'd like to welcome you to the Dr. Aaron podcast. We come together each day to know the truth, live on spiritual principles, align with the universal law, and break through all limiting beliefs within our consciousness and subconsciousness around prosperity, money, financial freedom, wealth, vitality, and relationships. This is a show that teaches principles of universal law, metaphysics, the science of mind, And I take you step-by-step how to make your dreams reality. Of course, I teach you the E4 trauma method and the truth triangle, two frameworks that have transformed hundreds of thousands of lives. So we also come together in community, in Soul Society and New Thought Global. Our vision is to be the number one spiritual community committed to enlightenment, empowerment, and entrepreneurship. We truly believe that when somebody awakens, they have a gift and message to bring to the world. And together... We're awakening the world. So let's do this thing. Today's podcast is the Universal Law of Love. This is a series, I believe this is the 24th of 52, of series of Universal Law. And the truth is, there's really only one law of this universe, which is the cause and effect of the creative factor of how we're creating from a spiritual perspective. It's it is the creative process of consciousness directing energy upon universal law and having it manifest and demonstrate in all of this 3D reality. So let's break on down what are universal laws because we've put this into 52 distinctions of the law so that each week you have one new law to be able to understand how you're manifesting 24-7, okay? So universal laws are kind of the axioms or the axioms of life. They're the way we manifest. Universal laws are the modes of operation of the creative process of life, which is the unfoldment of thought through universal law into the physical form. Universal law work in triune nature, which is basically spirit, soul, and body. Universal laws inform and direct you. I mean, it's you. You are the law. You have to get that right, which is the first cause. You are the first cause, the creative factor, the backing of all energy, divine, source, God, whatever you want to call it, your true self, your higher self. Universal laws are the way energy is formed into the physical existence. They're the principles and physics of how we manifest and demonstrate. They're how, how we fractalize into the relative. And they're, the law works every time. It's impersonal. It, is, it, it works equally. It doesn't matter if you're trying to manifest a dollar or a billion dollars. It doesn't know the difference. It just says yes. Universal law just says yes. It is like, it's like you plant the seed in consciousness, which is into the law. It's your subconscious mind, the subjective mind, which is one with the divine mind. And 
The extent to which you create in accordance with the universal laws is the degree to which you will experience your divine power, meaning that the extent to which you create in harmony, you will experience more and more being able to manifest and demonstrate and you're going to experience being more powerful. The extent to which you invert the use and make chaos is the more you're going to feel like you're bounded and you're going to feel like you're in, like you're the cause and the effect of life, okay? So consciousness informs universal law through the soul, through the subjective mind, and in turn informs universal law and energy in the physical realm, okay? But we need to make a distinction. You are the law. Every cell, this is how the mechanics of the world works. So it's not like you're separate from the law or it's out there in the world and you need to figure out how to use it. You're using it 24-7. It is just at the drop of consciousness of considering yourself to be alive, a woman, a man, a, a tall, a short, or whatever it is, you instantaneously create motion. You set an entire stream of motion of the universe into effect, okay? So today we are on, I believe, number 24 of 52, which is the law of love. Ernest Holmes said, love points the way and the law makes it possible. So we need to first define what is love. And from a spiritual perspective, love just is. It is all love. Everything of life is love. And so I want to break down a little bit about why we're making this distinction then, because each of the laws distinguish and help you understand how the law works, how you're manifesting. That's the point of this series, okay? So that you can really be the oracle, you can be the source, you can become that most intuitive self, you can really look at your life and understand why things are working or why they're not working, why you're enjoying things or why you're hating things, why you're overwhelmed or why you feel like you're in flow, okay? I want you, that's my goal, is to have you be able to demonstrate your life, your perfect life that's in alignment with your heart, okay? And that's the point of all this work. We're trying to align the heart and the mind. That's why we do all the subconscious processes and trauma work and everything to get out of the way to birth our truth, which is really the heart of the matter. What really works for you? What really, what is that, that true desire, that authentic desire, so that you can line up your actions and your thinking and, and everything in your life to reflect that, right? So the law of love states that law informs creation and the law is the internal mechanism of life that guides all things in order, harmony, and love, right? So it's, again, what Ernest Holmes said, love points the way and the law makes it possible, okay? So if the creative process is inverted to create chaos, harm, or discord, disorder, this law will bound its effects. Love is the expansion an expansion of you, your highest self, through desire, through authentic desire in terms of creation, which you are as life. It's love and desire is designed to awaken you to that greater self, self-love, right? So I love this quote by Krishna. It says, O ye who sit in bondage and continually seek and pant for freedom, seek only for love. Love is peace within itself, itself and peace which gives complete satisfaction. I am the key that opens the portal to the rarely discovered land where contentment alone is found. And I think that this defines, and this law, I like to bring it to relationship because we think of love as that intimate relationship, that romantic relationship. And I think this is a great law to distinguish 
if you really want a good relationship, I would refer to this law, meaning that if you just sit in satisfaction with your partner, whether you or whether you're single, whether you're married, whether you're dating, if you sit in satisfaction of where you are and the love of what is right now, right here, and see the perfection of whatever the love, it may be loving dating yourself at some point in time. It may be dating somebody that there's parts of them that don't totally work, but there's parts that are amazing. There's, there's, you may be in a relationship where everything aligns perfectly. But the point is to get in that state of satisfaction, as Krishna said, to recognize the perfection of what is. The perfection of what is. That doesn't mean you stay in wherever you are, but that means the only way and the key to freedom to get out of something if you're not liking it or to, or to make it even more expanded and more amazing of what is, is to get in that state of love. Oh ye, sit in bondage and continually seek and pan for freedom, right? You can be in a relationship and keep, constantly seek to try and figure out how to make it better and want it to be good and want there to be freedom, want for love. And that is the exact thing that's stopping you from actually experiencing the love. Love is complete satisfaction. Love, true love, True love is, just is. I'll never forget. I remember being in a dysfunctional relationship years back with an addict I talk about all the time. And because it was one of the hardest things and the greatest lessons, and I'm so thankful for that experience. And I remember wanting to fix, change, and control him, as we say in codependency. And I would want to fix, change, and you know, make him better and heal him and make him wrong. And it was all about him instead of me focusing on myself, right? And I remember um, I had a friend that was in recovery and he was trying to, you know, basically coach me through it. And he said, Aaron, what do you, what do you consider love to be? What is love to you? And I started rambling on, well, love is when somebody, you know, um, puts you before them, you know, whatever you, they sacrifice for you. Um, they are their word. They are whatever. And he said, hmm. He said, love for me just is. And I'll never forget that. It impacted me forever. I was like, oh yeah, love just is. In fact, and so in that I recognize that love is actually something that I surrender to now. It is something that it's so beautiful that we have to surrender to love. And when we surrender to love, it is either one of two things, right? You're either surrendering and you're you're letting go of, of your limited beliefs and you're surrendering um, or you're surrendering to allowing yourself to unconditionally love somebody exactly as they are. And that's the beauty of love, right? We have to recognize that love is the grand master. It's the teacher. It is what's telling you your deepest desire for you to become, you know, if you have a spiritual calling, like it's something, it's undeniable, right? You have such a love for spirituality and the work that you almost have to surrender to it. You don't know how you're going to become a spiritual leader or teach it or be a coach or bring your message and mission to the world. You don't know how, but you almost have to surrender to it. And that is what it is like in true love with somebody, right? You actually surrender to it. And in that, if you really just sit in the true satisfaction and the gratitude of it and the mystery of it and the miracle of it, new possibility comes for you to embody that which is able to fully love that. And I think that that is what Christ consciousness was teaching, was that through the love and through the compassion, 
there is a oneness that we recognize. And in that, we recognize you know, who we need to become to be able to be compassionate towards another person and to really fully, fully live in that love whether that may mean boundaries or you don't stay in that relationship, but you can still love that person. I still love that person I was in a relationship, even though I would not be in a physical relationship. The only way I heal from that dysfunctional relationship is to recognize I still love him and I will always love him. It does not mean I would be in relationship with him. But in that complete satisfaction, as Krishna said, as an understanding that there is love and that makes it possible because in that compassion, in that unconditional love for somebody that did, you know, cheated and lied and did all kinds of things, when I can sit and have compassion and recognize he wasn't well at that point in time in his life. And I understand and and still have unconditional love, but also have boundaries and love myself enough to not put myself in a bad situation. That's where I grow. And this is the law of love. Whatever you are desiring in your heart, whatever it is that you truly desire, it is not a longing for it. Our job is to love it. If you have a spiritual calling or you desire to have a true partner or whatever that is that you truly desire, the truth of the universe is that potential is already set. It already sets that potential into, into the universe. It already has to have, the moment that you can consider that you desire something, that potential is created in the universe, okay? So the law of love is really to get, get into the heart. That when you truly embody and energize the love in your heart, that desire, that deep, deep desire without desiring it like it's lack, right? Like you don't have it. But to actually sit in the love of it. Sit in the love of the love of your spirituality. Sit in the love of what it's like to be with a partner that is really what, what would a partner make you feel? Because It's not about the partner. It's about what it is that that partner does at a, at a core level, at your soul level, at your, at your heart level that has you turn on the expression of, of your, the depths of your soul, the intimacy of who you are. And as you step into that, as you be that, as you be the, you know, someone who is, is just an embodiment of spiritual principles, or you're the embodiment of love, or you're the embodiment of whatever it is that you truly desire, then the law is going, it, it, it's, it, it sets the entire stream of the motion of the universe and law in, in motion. And so it has to reflect back. That's what we teach in society is embodiment. And that's what really love is. Loving being in that presence, being in just what it is. It is. Love just is. So if you love, you know, whatever it is that you desire, just be that. Be that. If you want to be somebody that transforms people's lives, be the essence of transformation. Be the embodiment. That is the consciousness, right? That's, the, that's that, that charisma. When someone walks in the room and you go, I don't know what they do. They don't even have to open their mouth, but they have this, this essence that you're like, that is so powerful. And that is true love of whatever it is that you embody. What we expand, what we energize expands right? What we energize expands. So if we're expanding in love, if we're expanding the heart, if we're expanding our compassion, if we're expanding our embodiment of truth, expanding our ability to, you know, to live every word in truth, think every word and every thought in in truth, speak only truth. What happens? 
what's possible, right? It has to reflect back. So as I walked further down the path of relationship, I have a very clear practice in relationship. And that is to to see every single person as the miracle that they are. To literally love every single person, no matter what they're up to, no matter what they do. That does not mean, and I also learned how to put boundaries on people. I learned how to see them as the divine that they are and really enjoy them exactly as they are. So what is love to you? That's my question. For me, love just is. Love is that part of myself that is not, it's, it's outside of polarity. It's actually outside of magnetism. It is the true spark. It is the spark that ignites, that sets the inspired action, that sets into motion universal law. It is the opposite of polarity and it is one with polarity. It's coming from non-judgment. It's coming from pure, pure love. Pure love, right? So what is love to you? And there's a, an interesting article by Kevin D. Young, very Christian. He said, the law of love and the law, sorry, the law of love and the love of law. He said, some Christians make the mistake of pitting love against law as if the two were mutually exclusive. People say you're either, you know, you either have a religion of love or you have a religion of law, right? But he says the truth is that love is the command of law. Love is the command of law. And we have to stop thinking that universal law versus love versus me versus whatever my consciousness versus my subconscious, it's all one thing going on, really and truly. But the point is this is that to to love is to take action as well. To love is to is a beingness. It is a being, and conversely, that love, love and law are one. That the moment that you even desire something in your heart, the law, the law really puts us into motion. You know, biblically, Jesus, you know, closed that connection between love and law. And I don't like to preach Jesus, but what I like to preach is the Christ consciousness, the consciousness, and that that part of us, the spark. And I believe that the Christ consciousness is is that love. And the reason why is love is because that was the charisma, the Christ consciousness about the charisma. And the charisma is that part of yourself that has a spark. It's a spark in the heart. And so I asked you today, what is your spark in your heart? Where do you get like, oh my gosh, I love that. And maybe it's when you, you know, you, you've met that love of your life where you have that spark, like, oh my gosh, it's just undeniable, right? Or maybe it's the love for your spiritual work and you, you go to, you know, you read a book or you go to a conference or, you know, seminar or something, or you work with a coach and it's like, there's a spark and you're like, I just can't deny this. Like, I love this, right? So what most people do is then they try and figure out how. They date that person, like, how's this going to work out? How are we going to do this? Oh my gosh. They start analyzing everything, evaluating everything, trying to put it into a box of the future, and then it kills off the love, right? Same with business. You know, people might have a, a spark to become a spiritual coach, and they love it, and it's this big spark, and then they try and figure out how. And they're like, they get overwhelmed. I don't know how I'm going to do this. Who am I? They have, you know, all this self judgment comes in, and then they kill off their actual spark. I'm inviting you today to live in that spark 
to live in that spark and to really honor that spark and just be with that spark and stay in that spark. Do the things that you love today. Stay present in your passion. Stay present in that heart. Don't try and figure it out. We don't outline of how. We don't try and box in love. We don't try and control love. It's like the, the thought of the butterfly, right? If you if you have um, a butterfly that represents love and you try and capture it, you try and hold it and keep it, it's going to die, right? You have to let the butterfly go, open your hands up and let it fly. And if the butterfly comes back to you, it was meant to be for you. And if it didn't, it's this beautiful thing that goes off into the universe. So today is a law of love. I recognize that the love sets in motion. It's a spark. It is that which in you that ignites a life beyond your wildest dreams. Love points the way and the law makes it possible. And so I just say yes to whatever it is that you love. Say yes today. Really say yes to it and sit in that that gratitude and that satisfaction of what is. Find the spark in your heart. Find that spark and just, it can be so small. Sometimes it feels like you can never, ever make it into a flame in your heart. It's so small. It's so, it's like a pin drop, a pinpoint, right? But focus on that pin drop. And all of a sudden that pinpoint, it expands into a little something and then a little bit more. And all of a sudden it becomes a big flame in your heart. May you burn the flame of love in your heart. May you burn the flame of love in your heart. I simply know that spark, that charisma, that thing that, that starts the greatest fire of your life and ignites you in ways that have never been ignited and no longer is trying to get something or keep something or control something or make it into something that it's not, that you simply allow to feel the beauty of love, experience the incredible, the, the serotonin, the oxytocin, all those things that go through your veins when you are in love. And so today, as we are here at 22 minutes into this podcast, I love you guys so much. Have a beautiful day and may you live your truth. Thank you for tuning in Soul Society and Dr. Aaron Podcast. If you've had a calling to be a spiritual leader or coach, you can go to soulsociety.com and check out our free training. If you've received value here, I would love it if you take a moment and give a five-star review. In exchange, I have a ton of free gifts for you. Grab your free awakening book, 40 guided meditations and digital manifesting masterclass. I also have a free money meditation and worksheet for you so you can begin to break through your scarcity mindset and claim your birthright of prosperity. You can get all of your gifts and learn about our upcoming transformational events in my bio link in both Instagram and Facebook. That's under drerin.tv, which is D-R-E-R-I-N.tv. Also, I'd love to invite you into our free private community on Facebook under groups called Society. That is facebook.com forward slash groups forward slash society. That's S-O-U-L-C-I-E-T-E. Have a divine day and may you live your truth.